Hey docs, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin here, the founder of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. Each week, we share inspiring stories about physicians who are stepping out of the box and changing medicine. If you're feeling discouraged, then this is the place for you. I can tell you that the sky is the limit and the only one stopping us is ourselves. I want you to do three things for me. I want you to listen to the podcast weekly to get inspiration. I want you to join our Facebook group where we do workshops on growing our business. We have speakers, guest speakers come by, and we also are there to support each other, to learn and grow from each other. And lastly, I want you to sign up for our newsletter because here you'll hear about upcoming events such as the guest speakers, and you'll be notified about what's happening in our group. If you like our podcast, please share it with a friend who can benefit and also give it a good review. This helps get the word out about what we're doing here. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Let's get started with this week's podcast. Hi, guys. Today, I have Dr. Jennifer Beppel with us. She's a board-certified general urologist. She's passionate about improving access to high-quality care and develops a patient-centered digital health solutions to bridge the gap between technology and healthcare. Jennifer's expertise in digital health includes the development of a national telehealth program and virtual specialty clinics. Her combined clinical and technical background make her ideal for scaling digital health solutions. Jennifer completed medical school and residency training at the Eastern Virginia Medical School and was in private practice until 2021. She is now pursuing a master's of management and clinical informatics from Duke University as in an is in the inaugural class of telehealth fellow with Doximity. Jennifer is also consulting in real world evidence and other digital health efforts. She is a member of the American Telemedicine Association, the American Neurology Association, and American Medical Informatics Association. She has presented nationally on her digital health efforts and holds a certificate from the American Board of Telehealth. She's an advocate for improving special education and enjoys taking family adventures with her three children and husband. Dr. Jennifer, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much for inviting me today, Sharon. Um, I'm just honored to be speaking with you and your listeners, and, and I'm excited to share my journey. Tell us, you're practicing. How did you make the transition? So many people want to know, like, you know, how do you go from the exam room, surgical operating room to going into something like informatics, digital health? How did you make that leap? Tell us your story. So I've always seen challenges as really opportunities um, and, and looked at myself truly as, as a bridge. So in my last practice, when I saw the challenges my patients were facing around accessing care, I knew there had to be a better way. And I was really focused on improving it. So in my professional life, I was squeezing in a teacher at lunchtime because I could empathize with the challenge of taking a half day off of work and to see a physician for maybe 15 minutes. If you have kids, you know, as a mom, you're the last one on the list that gets to see a doctor. So I appreciated the struggle with just getting in the door. And then in my personal life, I had the same struggle. I mean, I have three kids and they have medical needs that require multiple appointments with some travel and, you know, required. And so when I learned about telehealth, I, I knew that I wanted to offer it in my, my practice. I sort of started knocking on doors and then, you know, banging on doors a little bit more to, to hear that be heard. And so I, I had this amazing opportunity to be the entrepreneur of our telehealth program. We started with a pilot and then, you know, had to rapidly scale when, when COVID hit to, to reach all of our regions and then was able to serve as the director for digital health. Tell us about the informatics part as well. How did you get into this? 
So when I got into the digital health space and really started meeting more people, I saw that it expanded so much more beyond telehealth. You know, telehealth, how we think of it is that synchronous care, it's being able to provide medical care um, through audiovisual means, but it's, it's much more than that. It is asynchronous care, it's remote patient monitoring that allows us to have a greater understanding of a disease and how patients are living with it and how it impacts their lives. It's, it's M-Health, it's mobile health, it's all the wearables we want to wear. And so I, I realized that digital health expanded to being able to build smarter systems. And so that's clinical decision supports in EHRs, predictive analytics and chatbots. Um, and so really got in very interested in informatics, um, learned about the program uh, that I'm a part of down at Duke and you know, decided like, Now's the time to, to take the leap in my career. For someone who doesn't know anything about digital health, doesn't like thinking about an app or software, in your case, you did telehealth. How did you even break into telehealth? You were brick and mortar, seeing patients that way. And how did you even break into telehealth? Any connections, any resources that you would recommend? I was part of, of a, a large company. And so we started off small with very little investment. And so it was, our platform was part of, of our uh, patient portal, you know, being able to, to show that we could get reimbursed for providing care was, was important to be able to say, okay, you know, that, that this can be profitable and it can be really mission driven and patient centered. And so we expanded from there and private practices have, you know, smaller private practices have the same type of opportunities. There are lots of different platforms out there that can be utilized. And depending upon the level of integration you want it with your, your EHRs, you can do it relatively inexpensive. Tell us about wearables. Are you into that? Where do you think this is heading? I have an idea of where it's heading. I see a lot of startups going, but tell us about wearables and, and where, what you see for the future there. So there's a ton of investment and interest in, in all kinds of wearables. And I think that, you know, the future of wearables is going to be figuring out how do you, and this is the informatics part, how do you sort through the massive amounts of data that's coming out of those wearables and, and turn the data into real knowledge that can be actionable for your provider? You know, you can't dump every, you know, a heart rate every minute into your cardiologist and expect them to make something of that. Similarly, your endocrinologist can't see, you know, your, your glucose every 30 minutes for the last, you know, three months. And so that's going to be the informatics part is building artificial intelligence and machine learning around the wearables that can then really interface with your physician and provide them with useful information so that they can can help care. And the goal of it is to really be proactive. So instead of, you know, seeing someone six months later to say, oh my gosh, your sugars have been off the chart. It's being able to intervene much earlier and saying, okay, you know, what's going on there? Um, do we need to adjust medications or their dietary recommendations we can make? And so I think that that's going to be the future of wearables. I do as well. For somebody listening to this, this is what I see. And I've mentioned it before. A lot of People in their 20s and 30s, no medical background, they're jumping into these healthcare startups, right? So what about the physician who's seeing this on a regular basis? They see problems, but they're not actually providing the solutions. If they had an idea to provide a solution, would you recommend any resources for them to get started? 
First of all, I think you bring up an excellent point is that physicians can't be quiet in the development of digital health solutions. Physicians and and other clinicians as well, you know, our, our advanced practice providers, nurses and such, really the people who have the boots on the ground and see the challenges that the patients are, are going through and know what you need in order to take better care of the patient have to be a part of the solution. So I, I think that that's a, a, a great call out there. You know, people who look at that and say, okay, there's a better way, the innovators out there, the physician innovators out there, you know, yes, there are, there are multiple different pathways and it's about kind of networking in to find the right place for you and whether that's you know, specialty dependent um, or something broader. But I do believe that there, there is the right place. And I think that physicians really have to be a part of this conversation. Looking back, would you have done anything differently with the transition? Any advice there? I wouldn't do anything differently. You know, each step in my journey has been important and really kind of shaped who I am. And I think hopefully we'll also mold the technology that I'm able to help build. Innovation is about knowing how to learn from your failures. It's not a matter of of dwelling on them or or wishing that they hadn't happened. That's just part of the process. Jennifer, I really applaud you in stepping up to the plate and getting into informatics because you see that this is an open field and who better to be there than physicians who, as you mentioned, have had their boots on the ground and have dealt with patient problems and can see from both ends now having the information in front of you, as well as how that can be implemented in a patient's life. Thank you. No, it's it's my pleasure. I mean, I certainly enjoy it. Um, and I think it's it's a wonderful field for clinicians to to get involved in. And I think it's only going to continue to grow. Am I allowed to ask about the Duke program? Is that program or any other program just in general, somebody is interested in informatics? What are some of the jobs that you think you can do with informatics? So the the program down at Duke um, that I'm involved in is a master's in management of clinical informatics. It is for clinicians, but it's also for you know anyone else who's interested in in healthcare, digital health space and and how to better utilize data. So informatics is about finding ways for technology and data to improve healthcare. So IT specialists are encouraged. And that's actually what's the best part about the program is that it is so diverse that you're constantly learning from from one another. Sounds like a wonderful opportunity. I'm glad that you took that. Going forward, what would you like to see? You know, I would like to see clinicians involved in build out. I would like to see patient-centered designs with, you know, an iterative process to it. I would like to see more conversations around equity with regards to our digital health solutions, you know, making sure that that these technical solutions are available to everyone. I think that it technology is is super important when it comes to personalized medicine and the fact that it's not a one size fits all and that the algorithm that works for one population demographic may not work for all. So I think that, that that'll be really important too. If people wanted to get a hold of you, if you wanted to do any consulting work, how would they get a hold of you? Reaching out to me on LinkedIn is probably the, the best way to do it. And, and I'm more than happy, you know, when it comes to working with other physicians who are interested in this area, the consulting that we do for each other, I think is, is in a pay it forward type mentality. And, and that's the way we lift each other up. And I think that that's really kind of how we can advance this. I'll make sure to put your URL for LinkedIn in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. It's been my absolute pleasure. And and I hope that people do reach out and I would love to connect. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. 
If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.